Welcome to this week's episode of the Miseducation of Bill podcast. I'm not going to answer that question because I gave up answering stupid questions for Lent. Is it? Is it even Lent? I don't even know. Hey guys, are we going? Give away that. Yeah, we're going. Uh, the the obligatory interruption of the intro has happened. That was Bill. Hi, I'm Bill and Rick. Rick's here as well. I'm Rick. And uh, let's go. It's a Thursday evening. Uh, and we're going to talk about a movie. We sure are. But first of all, first of all, how are you guys doing? How's the week? I don't know. It's It's been a week that like, it's been a year of this whole COVID thing. And they're all starting to blur together now. It just feels like this like weird, monotonous, the same stuff over and over with nothing exciting happening. Oh, and it was my birthday this week. <laughs> Happy 30th. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Movie education of an eight-year-old. <laughs> and s- That su- somehow likes Billy Crystal. And speaking of eight-year-olds, we're watching a movie this week called Bad News Bears that starred a whole handful of them. Yeah, which you love. You love kids in movies. You know, I sure hey, One of them I was sure 11. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get into this, uh, I'm going to need a drink. What are you guys drinking? I'm drinking well, the... Uh, oh, Ryan's going to go first. I'm going to go first, goddammit. I have uh, the Crux Crystal Juice IPA. It's a uh, hazy. And it's uh, from Bend. Nice. Tastes pretty good. I'm drinking a local tropical snow globe hazy IPA from Five Rights Brewing up in Marysville. That looks delicious, Rick. (laughs) Bill. Really hazy. Bill, how come you're not drinking that on your knees? <laughs> I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't get that reference. No, you'll find you out. Uh, well, you'll find out. I'm drinking you'll a Smirnoff Ice Original Flavor Zero Sugar. <laughs> Ice himself. No, Ryan, what? he iced himself what? on the podcast. <laughs> not only did he ice himself, but he iced himself with the weakest Smirnoff Ice, <laughs> the Zero Sugar oh, version. Yeah, it's it's delicious. Does it? D- is it? Uh, is yeah, it really? I like it. I like it. It's tart. It's lemony. It's, uh, yeah, it's the only guy that would thank you for icing him. Mm. I was at, I was at a wedding one time and the whole bridal party got iced at the dinner. It was amazing. I have no idea what we're talking about. We, we played that for one summer until there was the one guy who decided he was just going to walk around with a backpack with 12 ices in it at all times. So he could just t- triple down on anybody that tried to challenge him. Perfect. That pretty much ended the game for everyone. Why don't you explain Bill the rules? So, Bill, this game is called Bros Icing Bros. It's probably 10 years old at this point. Um, and it was a very fratty type game, very Greek type game. And uh, basically, at any point during your day, someone you know could walk up to you 
And if they presented you with a Smirnoff ice, you had to get down on one knee and drink the whole thing in one sitting. That sounds like a no matter great what the setting. Game. <laughs> Uh, so there's videos of people getting iced at the office, <laughs> at the gym, you know, at their wedding. Um, but if you had a ice on your person, then that would block the other person's ice and they would have to drink two of them. Okay, <laughs> good. So basically, this is a bunch of frat guys with a Smirnoff ice jammed down their pants at all times. So it's hot and sweaty and you get to drink the hot, sweaty Smirnoff ice. Sounded better by the minute, huh, Bill? Yeah. <sighs> He's still drinking his. All right. So, bad news bears. Let me watch. Bad it. news I... bears. Starring Billy Bob Thornton. Is that what I guessed? <laughs> Wait, what? No. Oh. You, I mean, Walter you, Matthau. You watched the remake, right? That's what we wanted oh. you to watch. Billy Bob Thornton starring in Bad News Did Bears. Did he make a. Re- there was a remake? Yeah. That's what we all watched. You didn't watch that one? You watched the old one? I watched... The old racist one? <laughs> yeah, I thought that's what you were Weird. telling me to watch. <laughs> no. That's crazy. It was... What's his name? Walter Matthau? Yeah, Walter no. Matthau. Come on. Why would we do that to you? <laughs> oh, the Billy Bob uh, one sounds wa- way better. <laughs> <laughs> um, I watched the Walter Matthau one, too. Oh. So did I. I was joking. <laughs> I mean, it exists. So, if, you know, yeah. when you find out how much you love this, if you want to go see a remake of it, you can do that. Unless you should watch it after you watch the sequels, though. The sequels. Yeah. There's multiple sequels of Bad News Bears. Okay. <laughs> did you just pass a kidney stone? I, I think I might have. Um, do we do we want to set the stage? Do we want to go in the Wayback Machine to 1976? Let's do it. Who's, uh, whose duty was it to dig up some details? Um, it was mine, and I'm telling you guys, I dug deep. Took me a lot of research. Yeah, you started several days ago, huh? I have a couple of things we could talk about. Um, so let's bring it back to when I was negative four years mm-hmm. old. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you were also the same age, yeah. Bill? Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah, negative yeah. Negative four. This cool. this so movie is four and approximately a half. forty-five years old. It aged well, I think. It aged really like a fine <laughs> wine. Yeah. Um so we're gonna kick it off since we're already talking a, about movies. Or a fine Schlitz malt yeah. liquor. See it, I think I think it aged like a fine Greek yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna go back and talk about movies again, and we're gonna go to the 48th Academy Awards. I shouldn't have told you that. I should have had you guess which Academy Awards they were. But hey, we would have yeah. not guessed it correctly. <sighs> I would have totally guessed 48. Hey, what's the date today? February today 25th. Is <laughs> Don't say 2021. that. 2021. <laughs> no. no. Like, what's the date today? <laughs> oh, sorry. Let anyway. me figure it out. Today's <laughs> date is March 15th. All right. Well, the Academy 40th Academy Awards <laughs> were presented on March 29th. We're almost okay. 45 years to the day. Right. When okay. have we ever pretended that this we're talking on the day this comes out? <laughs> well, just because it's specific to this date, it makes way I don't more know. sense. I thought it would be fun okay. to pretend it was March 15th. Hey, we're not supposed to tell anyone what day it is, right? That's how we do podcasting. I just told them my birthday was this <laughs> week. <laughs> They're all going to know that it's February. <laughs> 
<laughs> they don't care about that. Um, all right. So let's just go. And I want to see if you guys can tell me what the best picture was of 1976. And if you can guess even one that was nominated, I'll give you a point. Okay. 1976. I heard typing. I heard no, typing. No, I was clicking. I have a clicky, clicky bottom pad. I was clicking it. I don't, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know what those are. Um, 1976. Ah, uh, shit. Let's say uh, The King and I was Sidney Poitier. Oh, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> Seems like it would be something you'd love. Actually, I don't even know if Sidney Poitier is in The King and I. It may be that other guy. That's I'm going to guess... Um, what's that weird movie where all of the frogs fall out of the sky on the road at the end of it? Magnolia? No, the first one. Magnolia's new <laughs> one. The older one. I don't know. You're, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I'm going to guess, cl- I think it's Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Gotcha. Ooh, okay. okay. Or when was, wait, uh, when was Jaws? Reasonable. Wasn't Jaws around know. there? How would I, how would I know? I don't know. Oh yeah, you don't know what Why? years are. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I'll <laughs> stick with Close <laughs> Encounters <laughs> of the Third Kind. Okay. So, nobody gets a point. Dang it. Um... So I'm yeah, gonna, I'll off. tell you the four. Let me tell you movies. one that wasn't nominated. Can I guess one that isn't on that list that I know was made in 1976? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you the four nominated movies before I tell you which one okay. won, and you can tell me. Well, yeah, yeah. Let us guess. The then best. I can still try for a point. Yeah. So here's ones that did not win. Barry Lyndon. Wait. Don't tell us. Don't tell us correct. which one won. I didn't. You said here's I'm one that you, didn't win. Right. No, so I'm tell you which one won. That's no. Just tell us all I'm the ones that were nominated, and we'll guess which one won. Oh well. Okay, I was going to try and dial it in for you, and okay, have you guess fine. the one that won. No, what? Well, how would you like it, Bill? It's your. This is your birthday present. <laughs> give us the you remaining nominees, want. and give us the remaining nominees, and we'll try and guess which one won. Okay, Nashville, Dog Day Afternoon. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. Jaws. Hey, <laughs> I should get a point for that. <laughs> no, you don't. I said, "When was Jaws made?" You said, "How would I know?" And it was on your list. <laughs> you lied to me. I wasn't. I wasn't going to tip my hat. Fine, I choose Jaws. Hand. <laughs> okay, Bill picks Jaws. Ryan, I think one flew over the cuckoo's nest, but I have a suspicion about Dog Day Afternoon. All right, so final answer. Jaws is the only one of those I've seen. Uh, Ryan gets the point. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. Now. Fucking suck on it! This is, uh, I got one more in the, uh, (laughs) in the Academy Award category. I want to go to Best Actor. And I want you guys Mm. to tell me who won Best Actor or who was nominated. It's going to be pretty easy to guess who won, but. Let's get some nominations too. Uh, I'll give you guys Al Pacino. Each two. Okay. Al Pacino, one flew over, or uh, on Dog Day Afternoon. Okay. Yeah, Jack Nicholas. He won. Or, wait, which yeah. one is he? Nicholson? Jack, is it Jack Nicholson Nicholas. or Nicholas? I always get them mixed up. <laughs> Jack Nicholson, Nicholson is the, actor. the actor. Yeah. Okay. So, yes, Jack Nicholson won, and Al Pacino was nominated. Can you guys guess one more person that was nominated in 1976 for an Academy Award? 
Richard Dreyfus. Uh, 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 what's? Okay. I was gonna say the other guys from other guy from Jaws. Um, the guy with the glasses. What the fuck is his name? He was in that submarine movie. All right. Well, I'm gonna jump in here because he's not on there. Okay. Cool. Is it Walter Matthau? <laughs> it is Walter. <laughs> <laughs> for a different movie. From a different Walter Matthau was nominated for an Academy Award for the movie The Sunshine. Okay. <laughs> okay. I just thought that was a little fun That's tidbit. Yeah, funny. I've, I've never that. heard of uh, The Sunshine Boys, but But you've heard of The Bad News Bears, which was his other movie of the same mm-hmm. year. He was just cranking them out. <laughs> um all right, well let's head on over to the music category. Cue the music, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you can just you can just add something here in post, right? Fuck it, I'll do it live. So, I went to Billboard Hot 100s, just like everyone else likes to do for now. Yeah, I think we'll branch out in the future, but this seemed like it was going to be difficult enough for you guys. Um, so this was the year-end edition of the Billboard magazine, dated December twenty-fifth, nineteen seventy-six. These are the Hot 100. From November 8th, 1975 through October 30th, 1976. Okay. Okay. So. Super specific. Let's go top five. Can you, or you know what? Just guess a song on this list. Can, you'll get a yeah, point. Yeah, can I get a list, a song on this list? 1976. And remember, there's a hundred of them. I'm going to say Summer Love. Okay. Uh, Olivia Newton-John and John see, Travolta. <laughs> right, thank you. Um, yeah. <laughs> something by Peter Frampton. Okay, like which one? I don't fucking know any of his songs. <laughs> uh, or 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 okay, let's let's go here. Uh, How about the, uh, "Staying Alive" by the Bee Gees? Wasn't disco popular in the seventies? That's too early, I think. Really? You might be right. I thought Staying Alive was more like 77, 78. Um, what about uh, Sweet Emotion, Aerosmith? All right. So you guys have done some strange things on this list. Um, <laughs> okay. There are at least, there's a hundred to scroll through, so I got to be kind of quick on this but i've seen one two why don't you just read the whole list and make a better podcast yeah i should <laughs> that's that's I, what I'd, I'd, like it. I'd listen to it <laughs> yeah peter frampton has three songs on the list <laughs> the <top laughs> nice. one. okay okay i was i was shooting for something off of frampton comes alive because i know that album came out sure but you never can say one of the song titles so no because that now because i just listened to the whole thing man <laughs> what i think is interesting too is bill said Summer Love, which I'm pretty sure Summer Lovin', but also yeah, from the movie Grease, mm-hmm. which came out two years after, it came out in 1978. Okay, so probably so, those songs weren't on the top 100 yet. No, but <laughs> do you know who did have a song on the list? I mean, Probably said, Olivia Newton-John. <laughs> well, you'd think so, but actually the answer is John Travolta. <laughs> oh, is it from which, Saturday Night Fever or um, something like that? I, I I lost it on my list, but I'm trying to find it because it's very interesting that that's on here. And then also, I'll get back to Johnny in just one second because mm-hmm. you guys also said the BG Stain Alive. I did, yes. But 
The Bee Gees are on this list, but not staying alive. You guys just did not nail this one, I don't think. Mm. I mean... No Aerosmith either, I take it? Uh, there was an Aerosmith. Also was not the song you said. Okay, I figure if between <laughs> us we had four guesses and all four had songs on the list, that that should be worth credit. I mean, it's hard when you pick, like, Aerosmith in the 70s. Because, like, you could have done that for probably any year for a long Except time. Except I thought Aerosmith thing. wasn't until the 80s, remember? Well, but you didn't say you said the Bee Gees. <laughs> right. They're going to be around, right? You also thought Guns N' Roses from 1965. Yeah. So. <laughs> I think Ryan nailed it with uh, Peter Frampton. I think I'm going to give him the points here. Yes! Uh, two points! That's... I'm going to tell you the top five songs. Okay. Starting Wait, from number five. Tell us the song and see if we can guess who sang it. No, that's too easy. Tell us the artist and we'll no, guess the song. <laughs> no, no. The first way is better. I'm going to tell you the song and you guess okay. the artist. And I'm you guys... I'm going to start with Bill, and then I'm going to go to Ryan on every one of these, okay, I think. Okay, perfect. Sounds fair. <laughs> All no right. round Robin. Play that funky music. Oh, I've heard that song. <laughs> well. Okay. This is me smashing the buzzer. We, <laughs> I actually don't know that song as well as I know a Christian parody of that song that we had on the CD. <laughs> oh, please tell us the title. Please tell us the title. Bro. Um, ooh. It was... I like that uh, he doesn't know this song as well as the song he also doesn't know. Yeah. No. This is well, the crux of the podcast. It's by The Apologetics. And I don't remember... Oh it, no no! Okay. It was it was a it was a parody of that song about them singing parodies of songs, and it was called "Play That Funny oh. Music Right Boy." <laughs> wow, clever! Uh, that's average white band, right? <laughs> uh, no, it's not. Oh, okay. It's Wild it's, Cherry. Yeah, All I right. get them mixed up. <clears throat> Going back to Bill, December nineteen sixty three. Oh, what a night! Oh, that is the it's Frankie Valentine or something like that. Valentino. What what was that? The four four seasons, the four tops, the four corners, the four the horsemen. Four the four seasons. That's a hotel. Correct. Oh, okay. Bill gets a point. Yeah. And it's also a, a landscaping place. Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> Top nailed it. All right. <laughs> Number three. I like that song. Disco Lady. The Bee Gees. Okay. Right. <laughs> Donna Summer. Uh, Johnny Taylor. This. This also. That one seems strange to me. I. I maybe have to listen to it because I don't know that one. Okay. This next one. These next two are very easy. But I'm gonna have to go to Bill for them first. Yes. Um. And I'm gonna give Bill a clue on this second one. I will. You can get bonus points if you can name both names. If I can name both of the guns Number- and both of the roses? <laughs> yes, from 1976. We talked about this. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Don't go breaking my heart. I know it's the song. It's an artist that's near and dear to your heart. Don't. We don't have rights to that. <laughs> um, oh, they sing it in... Oh. They sing it in Nomeo and Juliet, and Elton John did all the soundtrack to it, so I'll bet it's Elton John. It is Elton yeah. John. Who we found out you love last yeah. week. 
Well, I like <laughs> the movie Nomeo and Juliet. And you love Elton John. No. Remember all the songs you loved from Almost Famous? I thought there was a lot of Elton John in Almost Famous, <laughs> and I didn't know Tiny Dancer. <laughs> who sings who? Okay, so for extra credit, who is the female accompaniment in that song? Olivia Newton John? <laughs> Incorrect. Ryan, can you name uh, the other the lady? In Don't Go Breaking My Heart? No, yeah. I can't. Her name is Kiki D. Yeah, I wasn't right, going to get that one. Now, number one with a bullet. Silly love songs. Peter Gabriel. Okay. <laughs> Just solo Peter Gabriel, huh? Was All he right. in a band? <laughs> yes. I only know his solo stuff. <laughs> <laughs> which, which song? What's your favorite Peter Gabriel solo song? The Book of Love. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it's so hard to deal with him. The answer is Paul McCartney. Uh, um, do I give it to you? I'll give it to. You. I'm, I don't I'll, care. It's Wings. It was written by Paul McCartney. Sure, and he's in the band, and he sang the song. Yeah. But it's wait, wings. he was in a I different mean, band than the Beatles. Yes. Oh my he's god. In wings. I've never. What is? I, never heard of Wings. Do they suck as much as the Beatles? You've, you've never heard of Wings? You never heard of them? Well, I know, like they're on birds and planes and stuff. <laughs> you've never heard of the damn Wings? No, I know the TV show Wings. <laughs> oh, of course you do. Good old Sandpiper Airlines. <laughs> that was a pretty good show. Yeah, and he hates the Beatles. Hates the Beatles. Doesn't know that Wings is a band. What 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 song would I know of them? Silly love songs. It was number one in nineteen seventy six. <laughs> never live and let die. Never heard of it. Oh, live and let die. I thought no. that was the Beatles. Nope. Did you think it was Guns and Roses? No, I thought it was the Beatles, and I was like, <laughs> "That's one of the few Beatles songs I like." <laughs> no, nope, it's Wings. Nope. Hmm. The titular song to the first Roger Moore Bond movie. Okay. Fun fact. I've only. You, ever seen a James, you know who James Bond is. I mean, I know who James Bond is, but I've only seen Pierce Brosnan and Daniel Craig James Bond movies. Only? What? Only. Don't you Connery? I feel like you're a Sean Connery guy. I like his later works. <laughs> Entrapment. By that, in the like rock. The Rock. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, interesting. Interesting. We're going to have to get you some James Bond movies on this because I feel like you might get into it. Uh, I like, I like, I just watched Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace, and those are both really good. How? Rick. Yes. <laughs> sidebar here. Sidebar. Sorry, sorry, Do Bill. I have to take my uh, headphones off. To my boy Rick here. <laughs> no, no. How can you watch? I mean, I guess you can enjoy Casino Royale as a movie by itself, but. How does it make any sense? Well, Casino Royale is I mean, a I mean introduction to James Bond. It's like an origin movie. Yeah, but it's plus it's has Casino in know. the title, so I watched. I it. don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> and then Quantum of Solace takes place like immediately afterward, so there's continuity right. there. Yeah. And I, I watched. Why you care about watching any James Bond movie if you haven't seen the old ones? Oh, I yeah. just watched them like within the last week and a half for the first time. Okay, cool. The only the only James Bond movie I'd ever seen before that was Goldeneye. 
because you like the video game. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> yeah, and wait, you didn't think that was the movie, though, right? The movie was based off the video game, yes. <laughs> yeah. So you don't even know why. Right. You don't even know, like, when you're playing the game, why you carried a golden gun around. No. Or why they had that uh, level that was in the space shuttle. No, that was weird. Yeah. Or, yeah, okay. Okay. Season 71 of this podcast will be all James Bond films. Yeah, the Bond. It'll Bond stretch cast. on for a Bond cast. Bottled in Bond. I've I've seen two of the Austin Powers movies. Does that count? Not at all. Which two? The first two. Okay, you never saw Goldmember? No. Oh, it's good. pure gold. It's good. It's a good one. It can't be. Pure gold. <laughs> it is. You're, you're missing out. Um... All right, well, uh, that's. I think that's good for our segment today. I have a lot more research. Sort of <laughs> yeah, but you leave that on the uh, clipping room floor. Yeah, I thought I'd just wait and maybe. I don't or is it burn cutting room? Content. It's cutting room, is it? Not <laughs> clipping room. <laughs> oh yes, the clipping room. That's something different. That's the knockoff bar to the cut shop, right? The clipping yeah. room. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, when they're making movies and they're done with a scene and the actor yells, clip! <laughs> <laughs> it's the actor that says that, too. <laughs> uh. <laughs> right. You know, I was thinking, um, we're going to start running into uh, a problem with this movie trivia year thing. Because there's, you know... We're going to watch movies that were done in the same year, and then we'll have no content for the... That's when we do a deep dive. Yeah, and I can't guarantee that we'll remember the answers. I can't guarantee (laughs) that this segment will survive? Is that what you're going to say? I don't... I hope you know that I don't pay attention, and when this podcast is over, I forget everything that's happened. What the fuck is singing jail? Except I will never forget (laughs) that. Paris. (laughs) <laughs> uh, <clears throat> all right well that was uh the year of the movie 1976 bad news bears starring walter Matthau. um i guess it's time to get into it and i think bill has hinted that he has some thoughts about this movie i do so, why well, don't you guys walk through why you like this movie or what you find appealing about this movie <laughs> Well, we're re- we're running up pretty close on baseball season about to start. And right. Since I was, like, it's March 15th. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to watch a uh I like to watch Major League every year before baseball season. Um Bad News Bears is always a good choice. Um Indeed. there's a few good baseball. There's a lot of good baseball movies out there, and this is definitely Bull Durham. Yeah. Um, yeah, so This movie is fun. Bull Durham, good movie. Um here have you seen Major League? I think so. I think I've seen parts of it. It wasn't Charlie Sheen. Tea. But um like Field of Dreams, good movie. Okay, um, fine, yes. Angels in the Outfield, movie. better movie. Uh <laughs> Rookie of the Year, good movie. <laughs> Bad News Bears. I'm not I'm not going to hold my cards close to the is it vest? <laughs> Did we it's decide? Vest. Yeah. yeah. Close to I'm the not jersey. I'm holding my cards in the vest tonight i hated this movie this movie sucks 
this and and all I have written down on my notepad is, hey, we're gonna have a conversation about cancel culture and what that is and who should be canceled and what should be canceled because this movie should be canceled. And the only reason anyone could like this movie is purely nostalgia. Because if this movie came out today, everyone who made it and everyone who is in it would never be in another movie again. <laughs> but what did you guys um, think about the film? <laughs> I, you know, I go going into it. I know. I mean, we know uh, what's gonna occur. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of things said in this movie that yeah wouldn't pass nowadays. Um. But I have seen it so many times I've been able to take myself out of it a little bit and just understand the times. And I, and the stuff that, that I think the cancel culture things you're talking about aren't the things I laugh at necessarily. It's some of the other things that I think are funny in this movie. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, there's the obvious um, racial slurs. Mm-hmm. That's got to go right away. Um, but 1976, they they still weren't cool with just like passing out beers to nine-year-olds. That was a joke. That was not like, Oh yeah, this is just 1976. There all the kids get to drink beers. It's a normal thing. Yeah. Like that was a, you know, that was a gag or the that 11, was how bad he was. The 11 year olds that go on the date to the Rolling Stones concert. Yeah, that's right. Cool. Uh, they also <laughs> didn't, um, I, you know, they didn't think that child abuse was funny, which is good. Right. But was in right. the movie. Yeah, but but okay. So let's okay, let's backtrack a little bit before <laughs> we start getting on Bill's side. Yeah. I, I you know, we can't with a good conscience probably defend all the things Bill's gonna say is wrong with this movie. There's no way. That's understandable. Right. We knew this was coming. Um but there are some things in this movie that you think back on. Like you guys did you guys both play Little League yeah, or I did either for one a long of you? Time. Yeah, I played baseball for a while. Yeah, I did too. Um, the coach of the Yankees really reminds me of my little league coach. <laughs> like mm. that's how they were. That was their attitude all the time. They uh-huh. were like hard asses, and it was just like it wasn't fun. You know, I wish Walter Matthau would have been my coach instead. <laughs> he wasn't right. fun. They hated him. He, well, those kids had some issues going on. They liked him by the end, kind of. Yeah, they liked him in the yeah, middle, but. This movie, I think the greatest flaw with this movie is that Walter Matthau starts as a drunken asshole and coaching these kids. If we've learned anything from movies and storytelling, like is that his experience with these kids is supposed to teach him and you're supposed to see a change in the course of the film to where he becomes a better person, not to where he corrupts all the kids and makes them all into drunken assholes by the end of the film, which is kind of what happens. He became a better person. No, he didn't. He did when he stopped making them do things they didn't want to do when he tried to make What's-His-Face not get hit by the ball, and he apologized after he threw the glove at him because he knew he was acting like that other guy. Get out there and have fun when he let all the right. kids that couldn't yeah. play play. I mean, he definitely came around to not just trying to win. Kind of. The they should have they there should have been a better resolution with him and the girl and like all the shit he says to her and like throws her away and is like, I don't want to be around you. Like they never resolve that. Well, but they were I nice to each other at the end. They were gonna go out to eat. <laughs> yeah. 
I think that's, though, like, a little bit more realistic because, like, you're not gonna... The kid's not gonna try and put the two adults back together and make it work. Like, you can't let that happen because it's not gonna work either way. Okay. Also, this movie... Hang on. This movie also is interesting because this movie's almost a documentary. I mean, not... It wasn't a true story, but, like, it's always, like, pretty much... It's 95% on the baseball field during baseball games. I mean, there's a couple times when he runs out and gets the girl or they clean a pool, but they're always just playing baseball and showing what happens here. It doesn't, the rest of life doesn't really come into play. There's mm. some story here and there because people are talking about it, but no one cares about that. This is a movie about these kids playing baseball. You know, it doesn't this, have any story. It's kind of fun. This movie is the exact same movie as the mighty ducks. It is the exact same movie, except for in the Mighty Ducks, there aren't racial slurs, <laughs> swearing, uh, the drinking as much. Although there is, you know, Gordon Bombay starts drunk driving and that's what gets him put, you know, the, his deferral is to coach the hockey His team. name except... is Gordon Bombay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, at the, but at the end... Like, you see the resolution with him and Charlie's mom, and they win the freaking championship, not lose at the end to the Yankees. Like, that's a just, fake ass movie. That's why okay, it's but, Disney-fied. But, it was so much better. The Mighty Ducks is so much better than Bad News Bears. And if they had come out, like, obviously, I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, yeah, they stole the storyline and Disney-fied it, right? Like, they, they took Bad News Bears and then they polished it up. Right. But but that's what it that's what it needed. That's what it should be. I I can't stand a movie that like seems like it should be for kids, but isn't for kids. You know what I mean? Um, the, the Bad News Bears had the feel of like South Park, although I've never watched much of South Park. I've seen parts of it. Right. But it it's not for kids, but it is designed to look like it's for kids and designed to be appealing to kids. But the content yeah, is not for kids. Yeah, but... So, this just speaks to... But in 1976... In 1976, were they making PG-rated movies for kids? I don't think so. I don't think, I don't they, think they were, no. for kids, barely. Yeah. Right, but... That's what I mean. But, so, is this movie... Is this a date movie? Is this a movie you go see with your girlfriend or your wife? Or is this a movie you the go see is, with... Is an adult with your this, buddies? This harkens back to the Billy Crystal argument. The old Billy Crystal conundrum. Walter Matthau was a huge star. Right. He was in... Huge. He, was, he was nominated for the Academy Awards that year. Yeah. He was in, you know, known for The Odd Couple. He's on his, he's the lovable schlub in everything, right? So people would go see those movies because he was in it. That's all it took was Walter Matthau being in this movie. So that's why people would go. Yeah, it is and then some, Walter Matthau some movie. Some funny yeah, gags. Some funny gags with some rascal kids. Oh, what what funny gags? What funny gags are in this movie? Uh, when he when he goes and uh I mean I I, yeah, I laugh yeah. out loud at when he makes that kid make martinis for him. That's pretty funny. Yeah, that's funny. And he's like, This is delightful. <laughs> How about anything that Engelberg says in the whole movie? Who? Chocolate has I need energy and chocolate has energy. Leave me alone about my weight. And then he's like, That's why my therapist says I'm so fat. And okay. like, <laughs> the only part that I actually like laughed a little bit, like got an audible chuckle from me during this movie was when that kid says to him, 
you could have at least unwrapped it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I know. That, that, that was, that I was, was going to tell you. That, I love that. That was funny. That's very funny. Because when you watch him do it, you're like, he didn't unwrap that. I'm glad they noticed right. that. Yeah. I also laughed out loud at the very end of the movie when they, this, this maybe wouldn't fly today, but when they uh, present him with their second place trophy, and he says, yeah. thank you, sir, to that woman. <laughs> Yeah. that he doesn't like that's yeah. very funny <laughs> and when the kids say you can take your apology and shove it up your ass yeah that's funny <laughs> because kids don't say that kind no of stuff. it's not that's the whole not thing. 1976 right, I know. here's the thing no, here's but, why you're but, mad though I think but no you no the said, point of this nope. exercise the, the point of this exercise in this podcast is not to say well, things were different in 1976, and you have to look at it through this lens of 1976. It's to say, if this movie came out today, would it be good? And it would not, and it would not get made today because of how messed up it is. Well, I mean, they remade it not that long ago. Right, because they had to fix it. Uh, it's 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 a pretty close, it's, pretty, it's qu- not quite as racial, mm-hmm. but other than that, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty close. Um, maybe you should watch it on your own for fun so, and see the differences. Do you think that let's let's get into the cancel culture conversation a little bit and, and well, try not on. to get our podcast want, canceled while having it? <laughs> I want to mm-hmm. go back and talk about something you just said a minute ago okay. about how you can't get canceled movie, if you're not popular. <laughs> this movie looks like it's for kids and it's not. But the problem is, is that you love you like this isn't derogatory. You like kids movies. Yeah. That's 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 your that's your genre. There, you love kids stuff. I don't stuff. only like kids stuff. No, but you when you reference your favorite movies, most of them are kids movies. And you would all you stand them up to other movies. You know, you talk about Pixar movies, um, Billy Crystal movies, <laughs> uh, things of this nature. And you so you were put off because this one wasn't one, and you thought it was going to be. But I will tell you that on IMDb, the categories is comedy, drama, family. Yeah, not a family film. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and I'm not saying that you need to go say that. Oh, in 1976, the movie was good, so it's good now. I just think that when you watch movies, <clears throat> you should be in the mindset of like thinking about the quality of the movie, like. More like the film quality, even like how it was, how actors, how people looked. I don't care. I get that there's some things in this movie that are a little off-putting, but I think if you can take yourself, it's just like watching a movie that there's a lot of movies out there that have a lot of things in them that can be pretty racy, and you can still think they're funny. So, okay, so let's let's walk down this road for a minute. Is there anything? that you think should be canceled or is, is there anything that you're like, Hey, I liked this, but because of who this person is or what they did, I'm not going to listen to their music anymore or watch their stuff anymore. I mean, but like, like (laughs) let's put it this way. Was the Cosby show good? I mean, people loved it. Right. I liked it growing up. Did you watch it? Yeah. Did you like it? I thought it was okay. Did you like it? I didn't, yeah, I don't remember much about it, but I remember liking it. Do you think they should put it on Netflix and show reruns of it on TV? Uh, prob- I mean, probably not. But 
you have to look at it like okay, so but you're using some pretty extreme examples, right? Well, okay, because, but I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to come up with a baseline, right? I'm trying to say like, and and I guess here's here's my point. Like we we could walk down this road and we could talk about you know Bill Cosby and Michael Jackson and Kevin Spacey and Louis C.K. and the girl from The Mandalorian and all this other stuff, right? And and we we could go into them bit by bit and say, oh, this one's okay, this one's not okay, this one you can watch their old stuff but not their new stuff. But I guess my question is, is there something that someone could do that would make you say it's not okay? Or do you go, it depends on the quality of what it was, right? Like if if Michael Jackson's music was worse, you wouldn't listen to it anymore. But because it's good, you keep listening to it. Like as an example. Or like like if if you know uh, Billy Crystal had done what Kevin Spacey had done. You'd be fine never watching a Billy. Cancel you'd it. be fine canceling Billy Crystal <laughs> and his whole library of work. But because because Usual Suspects is so good, you'll still watch that again. Yeah, it's hard to, you know, the problem is, like you said, though, should they put Cosby show on Netflix? The thing is, is that's the problem. Radio stations don't stop playing Michael Jackson music. They don't. Yeah. You know, R. R Kelly's all over the radio. It is what it is. So it's there. Am I going to turn it off because of who he is? I, I don't, you know, um, it, and because I, I can take the art away from the artist. If, if I was walking down the street and they were like nowadays and they were like, would you go, would you pay money to buy a new R Kelly album? And the money was going to support him for sure. I probably would not do that. Right. If this Bill is, Cosby releases live too. from prison. Right. Oh, boy. I don't well, know. That might be interesting. <laughs> but, but I, I would just burn it off the internet, right? I would yeah. steal it. Well, that's what I'm, that's my whole, that's what I was going to come in with. My whole point is the, does it benefit this person who's arguably a horrible person or objectively a horrible person? Or is it, Appreciating an art for a very minimal gain to that person, and but see, that's that's a hard enjoyment. point to draw too, Ryan, because you could say that um, most movies benefit corporations, some of which are pretty evil corporations, right? Right, but you're not going to not watch it because of what studio put it out or what you know. Your clicky pin is fucking Sorry. killing your Sorry. audio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. To to your point about the evil corporations, and then also like. Weinstein, right? He's probably one of the most horrible of all, but I can't say that I won't watch Clerks or uh, uh, any of these movies that Weinstein did because they were objectively good movies that didn't have anything... Well, the movies I, I like, I could say, I'm pretty confident... I couldn't, I couldn't name which movies were Weinstein Weinstein's and which ones weren't. Well, except you know, Clerks for sure was Weinstein. I don't know what that is. Oh, You've never seen Clerks. Okay. I mean, i th- I thought that was I thought that was one of the like Ben Affleck, Matt Damon ones. Didn't they do a bunch together well, early on? Like a you sequel could... to Good Will Hunting. Not a sequel, but like I saw Dogma and I liked that, and then there was well, Good Will Hunting, and there it feels okay. like there was a bunch of stuff they were Bet- in early on. So Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are connected to this universe of movies. Hey, but let's not, let's not tip our hands here. I think this not is direct watch this week. We yeah. should do it. Okay. Um, Lurks. Uh he was Weinstein was Miramax, right? That's what they're Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Miramax. 
So if you know any any movies that are Miramax, those are Weinstein brothers. Okay. Well, you also have to go to the fact is how, you know, you also have to think of the levels at which things happen. You know, I know people that will sit and they will talk trash about something they don't like. And then someone, they did something horrible, you know, like, oh, R. Kelly is horrible. I can't believe you'd listen to that music. But they're big fans of Led Zeppelin and like Jimmy Page dated a 14 year old or whatever for like two right. years. That's not cool either, but he didn't get caught or go to jail for it or it wasn't a thing back then. Right. But that still doesn't mean it's OK. Well, yeah. And the same thing with how many studio executives that were just like Weinstein did exactly the same thing 20 years earlier and nobody said shit. Yeah. So you it's know, like we don't know. Nobody knows how you much work probably happened. How much work is a person required to do? to find out if something is horrible before they enjoy it or right. watch and it or listen to I'm it. I'm not saying that there's any responsibility on the person to do research. But when you become aware of it, then there's a, a responsibility of whether or not you have to... Are, are you then going to change, right? I, I guess the ultimate question is... Do you let culture decide? Do you let the radio station decide what they're going to keep playing? Do you let Netflix decide what they're going to put on? Or is there a point where you personally are offended enough that you're like, I'm not going to do that because I am put off by this person? Yeah, I have a thing about myself that some people, it's hard to explain, but I don't, I, I think I have a block in my brain that I don't I've really often get, said that <laughs> I don't really get offended by many things a lot of things, not much offends me I've been in some uncomfortable situations sometimes that I think are strange and I think if someone maybe some if someone said something uh definitely derogatory towards a person close to me maybe I'd be offended but I'd more like just angry I don't think I usually can look at the reason things are happening. The reason why they made this Bad News Bears movie the way they did is because it wasn't, you know, I don't think that they glorified it at all. These were just kids being kids in the 70s, maybe. Um, I'm pretty sure that I know some people in my life who, in the 90s, you know, 20 years ago, said some things they wouldn't say now. Lots of words start falling out of your you know, a hundred percent your vocabulary. Yeah. Yeah. I know there were words that were real popular when I was in high school that <laughs> I can't really say right now. Yeah. And, and, and I don't, I don't begrudge any of that. Like, I don't think that it would be okay. You know, I don't think to stand on ground and be like, Oh, I say whatever I want is a cool thing to do, but I don't think that's so, what this movie was. This was just like, yeah. this is what people said. And they also, every time someone did something in this movie, um, I think, I think we're kind of talking about at least one scene. <laughs> together when Tanner yeah. says some things right in a row. Yeah. Ogilvy calls him on his shit right then. He's like, I'm going to beat the shit out of you if you say that again, basically, you know, right. and that's how kids are. Sometimes kids aren't the brightest or, you know, and these kids were, you know, tough little kids had some things going on. So I think, I think too, you, you do need to draw a little bit of distinction between um, words and actions, right? Okay, words can be hurtful, definitely. I'm not discounting that at all. But when you compare him to something like Michael Jackson or Louis C.K., who had actions that were either harmful, physically harmful, or threatening, 
and as opposed to words that there's they're different things they're not i mean like i said i'm not going to discount how much words can hurt someone but you're also not kidnapping someone and locking them in a basement right there's degrees i was way more offended watching forget Paris. shut up (laughs) (laughs) right and that's a that's a problem (laughs) (laughs) that you were offended by singing jail well because because you're saying you're saying that a taste difference or what you perceive to be poor quality or less funny is more offensive to you than racial slurs and child abuse. <laughs> the child abuse wasn't funny in this movie. It was uh, in this movie. But no, I mean, I was, I was being a little funny there. <laughs> also, I would so, say, sorry, sorry it, if it no, I know it <laughs> like, I would say it's offensive when someone tries to make a movie to be funny and it turns out not being right. funny. That's I, think offensive. I think it's offensive when someone you think you're close to makes you watch a movie like that. No, I know. That's how I feel today. I'm like, right. I'm like, did you guys choose this just to like be like, how pissed off can we make Bill? I don't have a clever comeback for that one. You know, we really thought about it. We were like, let's watch a sports movie. And we know there's so many better sports, sports movies. movies than this, but you've seen them. We wanted specifically wanted to watch a baseball yeah. movie. Have you ever seen The Sandlot? Yes, I, The Sandlot is so much better than this. Well, okay, it's a very different movie. <laughs> yeah, it should be, but that's it's a good movie. That's what we're saying, though, is because you've seen a lot of sports movies. This is a sports movie you haven't right. seen. You were like, well, oh wait, so you've seen a lot of this good podcast. sports movies. It's not let's watching watch a shitty one. Now, the I'm point of the podcast you. is not let's watch all of Bill's favorite movies and shit on him. It's get Bill to watch different movies that he hates. <laughs> now, here's something. Here's Mission something accomplished. Um, oh, we've uh, only begun. I'm going to go to Bill's favorite um, gauge here and tell you about Rotten Tomatoes for a minute for Bad News Bears. <laughs> the reason I want to talk about it, because I think this is inter- I think this is more interesting than normal, because there's reviews on here. For this year, I mean, like uh, 2020 was the most recent review, going all the way back to 2003 or something, right? Do we? Uh, oh no, 1976. There's reviews from 1976 on here. There's one review from 1976 up through 2020. Do okay. we know when Rotten Tomatoes started? Um, it was, I think, it was in the late 90s. But they pull, you know, when we talked about Forget Paris, and I read that review from. Engelbert Humperdinck or whatever it was from Entertainment <laughs> Weekly, it um, uh, it was listed on Rotten Tomatoes. Like so, they go back every, every when they can take them from magazines or newspapers. Newspapers, they yeah. put them on there. Um, but what I find interesting, we talk about cancel culture and things. So, but there's people who've rated this movie in the last year, and there's been audience scores in the last, like in the last few months, and the Rotten Tomatoes score for Bad News Bears is 97%. The audience score is 80%. So when you talk about cancel culture, don't you think that in the last year or two, you'd have way more people giving us a bad review just because of what they saw? Yeah, it's not happening. They're getting... Everyone's giving it a great review. No, it's not. No, they're not. I mean... (laughs) I mean, I've got one right here. I've got one right here from SB Nation. 
um, their film guy who's going back and watching movie, sports movies he hasn't seen before. Right. And I'll, okay. I'll skip down to the middle, but he goes, maybe I'm just an uptight liberal wacko, but it was Buttermaker's violence that really ruins this movie for me. If there's a way to make me root for such an abusive personality, I'm not sure I'd want to know about it. Maybe the rest of the movie is funny, but I'll never be able to tell you because I was too worried about the safety of the children in his charge. And the most disappointing part of the movie for me is there's no payoff for anything. Things just are. Buttermaker doesn't learn to be a better person. The kids don't win and they don't even learn to become significantly better baseball players. Okay, sure. So there's bad review because there are bad reviews. But you didn't find that on the cert. You weren't. That wasn't on Rotten Tomatoes, right now, was it? No, it wasn't because I don't like Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes is bullshit. Why is it bullshit? Because it's just it's because it's a bunch of critics that are looking at filmmaking only, and they're looking at it with nostalgia, just like you guys are talking about. It's it's. Well, I just I just told you that back in 1976, people were also said it was good. And it's on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, I'm just saying it's I, No, I, I'm sure that there are reviews that they found from 1976 that say it's good. I'm not saying that. And I'm not saying no one could enjoy this movie. But I'm saying if you are, you know, it's interesting because if you are liberal, okay. if you're if you're liberal, if you're very left wing, you probably find this movie so disturbing you think it should be canceled and that it shouldn't be something that people watch and if you are very very conservative you're probably very offended by this movie and don't think people should watch it so so there's a very narrow gap that you can slide it in there that it would be appealing to people sure let me just read you um there's a lot to this but this is a very long review but let me just read you a few of these sentences michael ritchie's the bad news bears is intended as a comedy, and there are, to be sure, a lot of laughs in it. But it's something more, something deeper, than what it first appears to be. It's an unblinking, scathing look at competition in American society. And because the competitors in this case are little leaguers, the movie has passages that are very disturbing. Okay? So then he goes on and talks about a lot of things, competitiveness, and gives it three stars. Uh, your buddy, Roger Ebert. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, Give it a pretty good review. The one in that 19, gave in Paris four and a half stars. <laughs> uh, he was, I think it was just four. And yeah, he did. And he also liked this a lot also. Three so, out of four stars. Okay, so he was saying that this movie is, say, if, if you're going to put it on a scale of one to a hundred and five stars is a hundred, he's saying that this movie is a 60 and forget Paris was at least an 80, if not a 90, depending on if he gave it four or four and a half. No, I think. Well, I think it was four out of five and three out of four. I think there's a different rating scale on these. Um, because it was a Rotten Tomatoes. It said three out of four. I don't know how that works. But yeah, yeah, no, sure. I'm not I'm not comparing this movie to your favorite garbage movie. I'm just saying that when you're t I feel like the rating you're about to give this movie is not going to be as fair as maybe it should be. Oh, right. Okay, Rick, teach me about the fairness of a 0 0.5 rating. Okay. <laughs> let's talk about let's let's talk about a 1% rating first. <laughs> 1 degree. 1 degree. Oh. I'll tell you the difference the difference in the kilometer. I think we should take a break. I think we should refill our beverages and then come back and transition into the kilometer. All right, let's do it.
All right. Let's go to break, everybody. We'll see you on the other side. Check out. Shit, I forgot what it's called. It's in Portland. It's the hair place. Um, man, they've been sponsoring us for two years. What's it called? Um, uh, it's called Hairpin Salon. That's what it's called. Yeah, check out Hairpin Salon in Portland. Google it. And we're back. Everybody has a new beverage. Everybody's uh, ready. Ready, ready for the kilometer. Um, I have to say I was not expecting this response for this movie. Um, I don't know about you, Rick, but it was kind of a surprise. Um, you know what? We'll get into that after the kilometer gets here because I do have a couple comments of how I rated the movie. I feel like, and maybe it's just because I was in a blind rage, but I feel like I don't remember Ryan saying anything about how he felt about this movie at all. Oh, that's true. I think you're right. <laughs> right. What do you think about the movie? You know, um, I think we started this podcast with Bill wanting Rick and I to kind of talk about it, and then 30 seconds into Rick talking about it, Bill went on a tirade. Well, he wasn't holding his cards in his pocket. Vest. Whatever, he said. Near, under his vest, something. Um, you know, I think this movie's funny. I, I do like it. I think Walter Matthau's hilarious. Um, even though he's not great, I think he's hilarious because he's such a piece of shit. Yeah, he like, reminds me, so not his shitty behavior necessarily, but like his look and his some of his mannerism. He reminds me a lot of my grandpa, so mm-hmm. I think that's fun. Uh, I like... Can we also talk real quick about how nobody ever said his name right? I yeah. love that. Like, when they call him Boilermaker, which that's my favorite <laughs> yeah. name, because, like, yeah. he's drinking a Boilermaker at the very beginning of right. the movie. Right, right, right. And I was going to say, that's so fun when he's, like, showing up to his job, and he's like, oh, let me get this Budweiser and pour some Jim Beam in it first yeah. before I go collect this check. It's the best. And then, yeah, they call him, I'm assuming, they call him Boilermaker, they call him Butterworth, they call him... Uh, <laughs> Buttermaker. Buttermaker. Yeah, they call him everything. It's great. Yeah. Anyway, keep going. Um, one thing I was confused about this movie is, I mean, I guess why why is it such a big deal that he's getting paid to do this? I mean, to me, that doesn't make any sense because they didn't. No one wanted to coach these kids because they weren't even supposed to be playing in this league. But well, you know, you yeah, know, being the times, all these parents want to make sure their kids get to do everything else everyone else wants to do. Make him play. Um, sorry, I need to go back. We there's a glaring problem with this podcast. We have not yet talked about Kelly Leak and no comments about Jackie or Haley and how awesome he is in movies now and movies then. You know, you think I, about this movie. Who are you talking about? What? Who are those people? The main kid. Okay, Kelly Leak is one person. The girl is the main bad kid. No, oh, okay. That's, yeah, he's motorcycle kid. kid. Motorcycle. Okay. Kid. So that's Jackie Earl Haley, who you you've probably Bill. Have you seen The Watchmen? No. Have you seen what's that cr- creepy movie? Have you seen Little Children? No. Okay. Well, Jackie Earl Haley's a really good actor. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know what else to say uh, about that, but he, um, you think about this movie. So Walter Matthau, who we've seen, was nominated for Academy Award. Tatum O'Neill, she did she win 
for Paper Moon, or was she nominated? She was like the youngest ever nominated for Academy Award also. I don't know what that is. Um, you don't know what an Academy Award is? <laughs> I no, don't know what Paper Moon is. Okay, it's a movie with Tatum O'Neill that was nominated for an Academy Award. I know that she was either nominated she, or won. She won uh, two years earlier yeah. um, for Paper Moon, yes. So you're looking at an Academy Award winner... And she was the youngest in history at the time, I believe. Um, oh, she is still the youngest person ever to win a competitive Academy Award. Wow. At 10 years old. Yeah. How old was the girl from Beasts of the Southern Wild? I don't think she was Best Actress, was she? I thought she did win that. I thought she was the youngest at that time. But I think she was older when she won it. I think she was younger. They, it took a while to make that movie. I think she might have been like seven or eight when they made the movie. But I think she won the award when she was 11 or 12. Because of how long it took to come out. Yeah, it could be. Um, I'm not sure about that. I, I saw I that movie think, a couple times. That was been, good. Yeah, I thought she had been beat. I mean, I thought Tatum would have been beat, but maybe... I guess not. I don't know. Um, Ryan will look that up for us. I'm trying. Uh, This Um, is the section where Ryan was supposed to tell us something. (laughs) (laughs) I started, then I got steamrolled again, so. It happens. It's cool. I forgot that we were like, we didn't talk about like some of the important things. I mean, these, you think about the people that took this movie, you know, and what a lot, some of them came to be in the future. Um, I think that, and Jackie Earl Haley is so funny in this movie too. Like when he's trying to hit on those girls at the um, ballet lesson, you just like yeah. Harley Davidson, you vroom vroom, you know. Does that, that do anything for you? <laughs> yeah, no? like that's yeah. amazing. And he's like twelve, and they're like thirty or something. Yeah, she okay. So the girl, the girl from Beasts of the Southern Wild, she didn't win, but she was the youngest person ever nominated. Gotcha. And she's the only person born after the year 2000 to ever be nominated for an acting award. Best actress or best actor. Gotcha. Well, that'll change here pretty soon. You know, I've actually never watched. Um, I've I've started watching Paper Moon and I think I fell asleep and I forgot to rewatch it. Um, maybe sometime we should all watch that together. Tatum O'Neill, you know, maybe we'll do that during Oscar time. Put that on the list. A little date. Devil's Triangle date. <laughs> Yeah. So, Bill, you're telling me you're not going to go watch the Bad News Bears in Breaking Training or Bad News Bears Go to Japan? Nope. From 1977 to 1978. They made one every year. (laughs) If I didn't watch Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift, I'm not going to watch Bad News Bears Go to Japan. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But Tokyo Drift, they drift in Tokyo. <laughs> That's Bill. the only one of those movies with completely I seen. different with com- with completely different characters. Yeah. Um. No. To continue my my truncated thoughts on this movie, I enjoyed that Walter Matthau had had. But you know what I think about Walter Matthau? <laughs> obvious. <laughs> completely obvious dyed hair, like. He's 56 in this movie, and his hair is jet black. It's it's pretty comical. Yeah. And, uh... That's what Ryan took away from this movie. <laughs> you, I understand why you keep me here. <laughs> no, keep going. So, did you I'm like not it? the talent, goddammit. <laughs> I keep the trainer rolling. Yeah, no, you have some specialized but, uh, skills. 
a special set of yes, skills, and you know how to use them, and I we appreciate that. Set of skills. I've never seen that um, movie either. Those are good movies. Um, I think that when we get to the clamometer today, I think me and Ryan need to give our scores. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I think it's going to help. Mm-hmm. Let's see our how much you guys like racism gave? and child abuse. Are we going to? Oh, so we give two scores. on a scale of one to ten anyway and we're gonna put it on the meter for sure (laughs) (laughs) it's become a (laughs) dometer i liked in this movie when when walter mouthow was being nice like when he climbed up in that tree (laughs) yeah and he's like this isn't your tree i can climb up here if i want to and like makes up some of those like stats about Hank Aaron. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. And it, it, it he actually care. He might become a better person and he doesn't. <laughs> he did though. Just no, not, he, he didn't, didn't, he didn't he become didn't. a, he didn't become squeaky clean, but he learned a lesson. He learned some big lessons. He's going to from some dumb little leaguers, bunch of racist kids running around. What's he going to learn from them? <laughs> okay. So, okay. Let, that's the other thing too. Uh, Maybe the kids said his racist things, but he had no qualms about, like, the kids that didn't speak English. He tried to get them in the game. The, you know, he brought a girl into the game because he thought it would make them better. He didn't care about who they were or what they were. He cared about winning. Yeah, and taught them how to cheat and swore at them and threw objects at them when they messed up. When did they Who, cheat? Okay, okay. When they, Who when, cheated? When they lean into the pitch to take the hit, when the shortstop... That's not cheating. Yeah, it is. When the shortstop sticks out his foot to trip the runner going to third base. Okay, that's cheating. But you, it's not cheating to get hit by the ball. It's not cheating to get crowd hit by the... plate a little bit? He, he said... Let to, me ask you a question, He, did, he didn't say crowd the plate, did he? He said, lean over the plate and get hit. <laughs> he said, lean into it a bit. And get hit. Tell me you never he had said, and Tell me you never hit. did that. Right. We knew what he meant. What team has won a large number of Super Bowls in the last few years? The cheating Patriots. Tell me that team. The cheating Patriots. Yeah, yeah. And people fucking love them. I don't love them. People fucking love them. Plus, it's only cheating if you get caught. Right? So They've been caught the, twice. The slate gate? <laughs> no, yeah. the Bears. They didn't oh. actually get caught. You, did you think it was funny? Their uh, sponsor, Chico's Bail Bonds. That's funny. All the good sponsors have been taken. Well, that's yeah. good stuff. You didn't I did not story. like this movie. <laughs> All right. I I realize now that it doesn't matter how many times I try to start talk, <laughs> talking about this movie. I will get run over, so let's just go to the clamometer. We should probably get to the clamometer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think we're going to keep it. <laughs> Unique New York, unique <laughs> New York. Let's make this whole thing the drop. Just a bunch of shit cut together. I almost did a spit take. I don't know why the clamometer sounds like bongo drum. <laughs> Come on, this whole thing went sideways real quick. Yeah, kilometer and uh, I mean clamometer. Homework. I said kilometer. Remember when this podcast was so fun? Yeah. Before we were all angry and serious. (laughs) (laughs) We weren't talking about racism and child abuse. (laughs) It's just jokes and jokes and jokes and how shitty Billy Crystal is. No, no, no. It it wasn't fun then. (laughs) When it was fun was when we were talking about Vietnam. (laughs) 
Oh, yes, everyone's favorite segment, the Clumometer. Okay. So, uh, Bill, why don't, why don't we say where you it. guys, where you guys think this movie should rank and then where you think I ranked this movie or where your predictions from before you heard me say how much I dislike this film. So, so we're going to go to our own scales that currently have one movie on them, right? Mm hmm. Okay, so let me, you know, I'm going to take a note here, make sure I have a the window meter. Uh, Ryan, where did you put uh, that Billy Crystal movie? You can't even say the, the name. shall not be named? The, the, the movie that shall not be named? I think I had it at a, a 53 or a 58. Okay, let's, let's, well, you know what? Pick again, you've seen the movie. Where do you want to put the, where, it's going to officially in the meter? 53 on the window meter. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A little late. A little late, Captain PC. So, you Ryan, came up with it. Yeah, you're I know. on your list. Are you going to put the Bad News Bears? I think the Bad News Bears falls in at a nice, cozy 64. 64. That's bad news for Bill. Bill just thinks I'm a horrible person. You know what? I it's hard. So, you know, I have forget Paris. I love you too, Bill. At the base level, 0.5%. <laughs> and I rewatched this the other day and I think about comparison and laughs. I laughed many more times in this than I did at Forget Paris. Um I'm going to I think I'm going to go right in the same ballpark and put it at about a 63, 63. Yeah, I I wouldn't say this is my favorite comedy it's probably not no. my favorite sports movie nope it's fun it's worth a watch it's a am i gonna watch it it's a romp i would am i gonna watch it uh multiple times a year probably not uh-uh. am i gonna watch it every five years maybe you know yeah if, Especially if somebody background. hasn't seen it yeah if somebody hasn't seen it before all right well uh predictions do we do predictions now yeah we do we do predictions now okay and I think um, you have those predictions written down. I do have the clomometer. I do those predictions written down. Um, Rick is the keeper of the clomometer for those at home following along. Yeah, I do work. Look at all this. It's a, I mean, uh, I've got I've got so my version. Cool. That really helps. Looks great. Uh, Ryan <laughs> decided wow. that he thought Bill would come in at forty-seven percent. No degrees, degrees, man. <laughs> Two percent degrees, degrees. <laughs> two, two degrees above dazed and confused, which is set in the same year this movie was made. Oh, look at this guy! Fun fact: I thought that besides Pee Wee, this would be Bill's lowest-rated movie, but I still gave it a forty-one percent. Degrees! Oh, degrees! That, that one time was. <laughs> Alright, 41 degrees. This sidebar, this brings something up that, uh, as a professional audio engineer, I must address about this movie. And most movies that were made in the 70s. Why does every crowd that screams have to be like, ah! and like <laughs> distorted as fuck? Like, we get it. There's a crowd. They're screaming. It was distorted as fuck in the whole movie, and it pissed me <laughs> off. Anyway, 
That's audio engineer corner for this podcast. <laughs> so hit us, hit us with it, Bill. Okay, so <laughs> I think that <laughs> Dazed and Confused, while not a good movie, was a much better movie than Bad News Bears. And I think that Ben Affleck in Dazed and Confused is a more upstanding moral character than anyone in this film. <laughs> uh, anyone? I get Even the mom? Even the coach even the of mom. the Yankees. <laughs> the mom of the kid that stands up for himself? With the half shirt? Ugh. And, the, and the bell bottoms? So, yeah. uh, so, I give Bad News Bears a degree for each of the little shitty kids that take the field. I give it a nine. Nine. <laughs> a nine. And Walter Matthau gets no no degree. Nope. Just the kids. Nope. It's a good thing he's dead or he'd be canceled. <laughs> quick, qu- quick question, Bill. How many Walter Matthau movies have you seen? I've seen... Grumpy Old Man. No, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen okay. the Grumpy Old Man. I haven't seen The Odd Couple. I haven't seen the one he was nominated for an Academy Award no, in. Bill, I've I don't s- think you heard what he said. He asked what movies have you seen that he was in. <laughs> uh, I have seen 12 Angry Men. Okay. And I've seen Dennis the Menace. And he's way better in Dennis the Menace. Okay. Just checking to, to see if you'd seen anything else with Walter Matthau in it. And I have. And I think Grumpy Old Men should probably be on the or Grumpy Old Men, excuse me, the original, yeah, should probably be on the list. Yeah, I think I it think should too. I think that'd be I fun. think you'd like it. I'd yeah. like to rewatch that movie. It's been a yeah. long time. Um I think Bill would identify that now that he's forty. Probably. <sighs> <laughs> Says the guy's still in his thirties. <laughs> <laughs> yep. For another couple months. I I just have to bring up something. I have to ask a question that I might be wrong in, but um, are is are you sure Walter Matthau is in Twelve Angry Men? I thought he was. I don't think so. I mean, Jack Lemmon is in the remake of it, and he's in Grumpy Old Men with Walter Matthau. But the original one? Are you talking about the original or the remake? The old, the old one. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, it sounded am I, right. Am I wrong? Yeah, you're but wrong. it is. Right this now. podcast is three guys who don't know shit. So I mean, I knew this. <laughs> so you you had a hunch and then you fact checked it, Rick. Did, That's what yeah. we're doing. Oh, you know what? I'm I'm looking real quickly at what else he's done. Um, I have seen uh, the original uh, taking of Pelham one two three. Oh, which, you know, I've never seen it, but I hear it's It is. Amazing. It's really good, and I like it yeah. way better than the John Travolta one. Right, okay. So I I read that book, and then I watched the John Travolta one, and then I went back and watched the old one, and the old one's way better. It's on. That's on my list. It's on my bucket list. So you're saying I've seen a movie that you haven't? <laughs> yep, that and Forget Paris. <laughs> That's where we're at. So Actually, far. there's one more, but we'll save that as the big reveal for next time that I get to assign a movie. I don't know if I can take it. Oh, all right. Well, it's 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 going to be a bomb to our listeners when they find out what you have. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Yes, you, you I know what I'm talking about, right, Ryan? Here. Yeah. yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. We stay, talked about. Stay this. tuned because it's it's going to come up in the next two or three episodes. I'm going to get to pick one, and I'm going to reveal something that Rick's never seen, and your jaw's going to drop. People, the the 
the cinephile Rick will will be I'm not, stumped. I'm not that thing. I've I've never seen it, but you guys both have. Yeah. yeah. Fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, speaking well, speaking think... of cancel culture. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, that that leads us that leads us right into yeah. uh what I think we should do for our next movie, which is also kind of connected to cancel culture. Okay. Is Clerks. I think you mentioned that earlier in this episode, okay. Rick. And, and so you said this is a Weinstein Miramax movie. Right. I mean, you can take the Weinstein out of it. Weinstein was a producer. I mean, he just he's funded these movies, you okay. know. I think he also did your I think he did your movie, uh, Boondock Saints. Didn't, isn't that Miramax? Ooh, maybe. That's a good one. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Um, right. He funded these. And then, like, he had his yeah, hands okay. in a lot of them, too. He'd, like, oh, poor he had choice. his hands in a lot of things. <laughs> uh, but so, so, so don't, don't stick with, don't stick the Weinstein, um, thing on this movie. Right. Just, um, just go for what it is. Especially Clerks. Clerks is very indie. Like there's, it's uh, up, kind of. Up, 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 up. Let's see what Bill thinks about right. Clerks. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Bill, what do you think Clerks is going to be about? I, I think I'm aware of this movie, right? I think it's it's um, part of a group of movies that that guy made. Um, oh, he's. He's pretty well known, right? Like uh he did uh the Chasing Amy and uh Dogma and the one about the mall and he so Kevin Smith. It's Kevin Smith. I know that. Yep, I got okay. the name. Okay. So my I like him in uh Live Free or Die Hard. He uh <laughs> He plays Warlock, a hacker that's friends with Justin Long. So, oh, real quick, I need to interject here. That's I just that's my favorite of the knowledge. Die Hard movies. Bill thinks <laughs> Live Free or Die Hard is the best Die Hard. It movie. is. Li- I just yes. had to have that. No, publicly it is on yeah. on recorded. tape. Live on yeah. tape. Live Free or Die Hard. World to hear. I'll, I'll, here, isolate the audio. Live Free or Die Hard is the best Die Hard movie. Okay, I will have out. that drop. I will have that drop. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay, oh, anyway. it's so good. What's his name? Keep is going. the villain? Uh guy from Justified. <laughs> he just got distracted. Uh keep going. Timothy Oliphant? Go back. Yeah, Timothy Oliphant. He's the villain in that. Uh and Justin Long. I is love so good. I love me some Timothy and, Oliphant. And who's the girl that plays his daughter, Lucy Gennaro? She's hot. Um great movie can we go let's go back to clerks please before okay so clerks is a movie about a gas station and it gets held up and then hilarity ensues the police surround it it becomes a hostage situation it's it's i'll bet it's very similar to airheads it's got that whole like a bungling couple of people try and rob a store and everything goes wrong and it's funny and they're kind of like you relate to them because they're not like malicious they're just um you know hijinks ensues that's that's what i think happens would you say that there would be some shenanigans there would definitely be some shenanigans yeah and i think uh i think Ben Affleck is in this movie. I don't know why. I just, I think he is. So, um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say he's the one who robs the <laughs> store. <laughs> okay. It probably takes place in South Boston. Uh, 
<laughs> Somewhere in, around, or near the rocks. Yeah, and uh, Kevin Smith is in it with his other friend, uh, the skinny blonde guy. Um, so they're probably the clerks. So yeah, they're probably the like stupid gas station clerks. And Ben Affleck and Matt Damon come in and rob them, and hilarity ensues. All right. Okay. No, Don't I even need to it. watch it. Hey, you know, we didn't talk real quick about your review, your preview of um, Bad News Because it was right on. You, you did yeah. pretty good, yeah. I mean, it's a baseball movie. Right, it's gonna exactly. Be about, but... Yeah, right. <laughs> and you know what? You, I think you kind of nailed it this time, <laughs> <Yeah>. too. <laughs> well, you'll have to tune in next week to find out if Bill nailed it. Unless, <laughs> unless you've seen the movie Clark's already, so you know. <laughs> which... Which you have. Okay, so yeah. now is the part where I take off my headphones and you guys predict yes. how I will react to the next movie you choose to torture me with. Indeed. Bill, please take off your headphones. We will text you when it's time to come back. Right. Well, Rick, now now that we're alone, that <laughs> did not go as planned. Well, I knew he wasn't going to like it, but I didn't know he was going to hate it. And I wasn't, right. you know, I think he thinks... I think he thinks I tried to pull a forget Paris on him and sign it to him maliciously, but I didn't. It was just, it came up. Well, see, that's the thing. Like, there's so many movies that he hasn't seen. How can we, like, pinpoint sniper him with a movie that we think he's going to hate? Because there's so much. Well, because he doesn't like anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, that's the other part. Um, If it's not Pixar or a romance with some heartfelt shenanigans in it i feel like clerks is gonna be we're gonna be the furthest off of clerks as we've been with any movie almost except for bad news bears because you put it at a nine but i think that i, I don't know no, how you're gonna i'm gonna go this. i'm gonna go out on a limb and i'm gonna i'm gonna employ a new strategy it's gonna be called the bill dartboard theorem and okay. i'm just gonna spew out a number that i think he's gonna rate it based on his hatred of everything. Okay. Um, I think he's going to be super annoyed that it's black and white. Perhaps. I think um, he's not going to get half the jokes as part of the course. Um, Jay, he's not going to like Jay and Silent Bob. He'll like Silent Bob, but not Jay. He'll think he's annoying. Because he is annoying, but he's right. funny. That's annoying. the point, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what else? Uh... Here's what I'll yeah. say, though, about Bill. Bill does, you know, I feel like the relationship between Bill and myself and you in real life um, does kind of seem like Randall and Dante. Don't you yeah. Think? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe he'll have be able to relate to how they speak. Right. And what they're right, talking right. about. Randall you know? Randall Walk. <laughs> Randall Walk. Um. <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm cracking myself up thinking at moments in this movie that I don't know how he's going to react to right in a like, row in a yeah, row. yeah that's exactly I'm, I'm a- <laughs> and a little a little uh, a little underneath the covers here I uh, I was really trying to get a 37 reference in and I just backed my way into the Weinstein reference <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Uh, I don't uh, ever want to have on tape me saying backed into the Weinstein. <laughs> anyway, um, I'll cut to it. My prediction, I think he's going to rate this at 27. Whoa, 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 whoa. Jeez. 
You really went dartboard, huh? Yep. 27. Okay. Well, you make me feel stupid, because I went 57. He's, he's getting a triple nine on this bitch. 27. Wow. Yeah, I went 57. So, um, let's bring it hey, back. Hey, you know what? I Aim low. Like they say in dodgeball, aim low, and you'll never be disappointed. Yeah, the thing is with me is I'm still looking at the... I still look at the clamometer, and I try and figure it out. And I put this movie... A little bit above the first Terminator and a little bit below Full Metal Jacket. Okay. Um, See, I'm gonna think he he's too close to Pee Wee on this one. Wow. I yeah. Jeez. If he is, we're gonna have problems. Yeah. He probably likes Clerks Two better. He probably would. I mean, you know what though? I don't hate Clerks Two. I don't hate it either, but I don't think it's better than Clerks One. No. I. You know what? We'll talk about it next week. I have a lot of things about Clerks. I have some. Uh, my story about watching Clerks was interesting too so we'll get there i definitely need to watch it again it's been too long i'm excited to watch it again this is yeah. this is part of it too that was why i wanted to watch bad news better because it's been so long since i had seen it that i was like yeah i'll rewatch that so let's see what's going on um same yeah. with clerks it's been i haven't seen it in probably five years so i'm ready to watch it again yeah definitely um, all right let's well, bring him back let's bring him back he's literally looking at the screen there he is hi unmute yourself Hi. Hi. Did you have a How nice little doing? break from being pummeled? You know what? Me hey, and Ryan just had t- kind of a different thing here. We're, it's very interesting. You and Ryan had a different it's a little, thing. It's a little tease for next week. Well, you uh, watched okay, it. Okay, cool. So, I'll tell you this. I'm going to give you a little insight. Cool. Our numbers. Me and, Ryan, me and Ryan's numbers are very. Mine and Ryan's numbers are very different. I think they're the, the most first different time. they've ever been. Yeah, yeah, we're within we're we're usually within five or six of each other mostly. Uh, days and Con- days and confused, we were fifteen apart. That was the biggest at the time. Oh, so this is more than fifteen. Well, I'm not sure. I haven't said that at the time. Before you today, implied it. I implied it, but I might. Be, I inferred it. Might it. Be a ruse. It might be a ruse. A cunning it might a tr- be a attempt bluff. to trick you. A cunning. Cunning. Good. If if there's anything that we know about this podcast, it's that I need to be tricked. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, well, I to think wrap it up? that about wraps it up. Um, wasn't quite expecting the journey we went on today, but I feel good for having it. Um, guys, do you have any parting thoughts to end up this podcast this week? Only that you should not watch this movie. It's not worth it. It's not good enough to say, I need to experience this. I need to put myself through this. Um, this movie, it's been done. I, I get that it was the first. Great. Good job, Rolling Stones of kids sports movies. You <laughs> pioneered the way and you sucked at it and offended people. Uh, maybe not in your time, but from now and forevermore. So watch, watch a better movie. Watch, watch the big green, watch angels in the outfield, watch mighty ducks. You'll get all of the same fun of this movie without as much racism and child abuse. That's all I have to say. Or, or you could just watch regular baseball and have just the same amount of child abuse and racism. Yeah. Or you know what? Watch a grown up movie. And watch Field of Dreams or The Natural sure. or Bull Durham yeah, or do, Major League. Do that too. But stop talking about kids' movies constantly. If you want to watch a movie with kids in it, first off, why? What's wrong with you? Do we need to report you? 
<laughs> secondly, if you just want to watch a sports movie, yeah, sure. Watch watch a better sports movie. There's plenty to pick from. Watch Rudy. Okay. Bill Soapbox in <laughs> Okay, yeah. Rick, Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, you know, sorry, Bill. <laughs> we weren't trying to punish you. We just wanted to see if you'd like this movie. Um, well, has, and has I it- think you can you can see from our predictive scores that we're like, right. well, he may not think this is the best movie, but he might find something enjoyable. I mean, if we rated a movie that we uh, gave to you, like, in the teens, I think that would be much more of an intentional punishment <laughs> than, oh, I think he might like it, and, like, we have reasons why we think you might like it, and then you have different reasons. No, sure. So, I, I, please, I can please get on don't board with you guys just being wrong and not vindictive. Yeah. <laughs> my, my closing thought is... I am a bit angry that you had such a reaction to hate this movie, but still rated it better than Pee Wee's Big Adventure. That's uh, not cool. (laughs) I stand by it. And for for that reason, I'm out. (laughs) That's a big no for me, dog. (laughs) Perfect. Good timing. I really want to thank all the listeners out there. We really do appreciate you guys listening, downloading, rating, subscribing, all of the good things you do to all the podcasts you like. Um, please take a minute to check out all of our socials. We are on Instagram at Miseducation of Bill. We're on Twitter at Miseducation of Bill. And please do email us at miseducationofbill at gmail.com. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher, and anywhere else you can find your podcasts. A special thanks to Wyatt Olney and The Wreckage for letting us use their music on the podcast. You can find them on Spotify at WOTW.com. And please check out their new video, Trauma Queen, on YouTube. That will be the outro for this episode. Um, As for me, Ryan, I'm saying goodnight. And, uh, boys. Bye. (laughs) Bye.